Welcome to Class Discussions. I'm your host, Ben, also known as the Dean, founder of No Diploma. I started this show as a place to connect and share stories of creatives and entrepreneurs who are living their truths and following their own paths. There's great insights to be learned on everyone's journey, so I'll be using this platform to have discussions with individuals from all walks of life. Thank you for joining me, and I hope that one of these episodes could leave you with a spark of inspiration, some insight, or some knowledge. Much love, peace, classes in session. Yo, yo, what's going on, classmates? It's the Dean. Today's podcast episode, we've got a special guest. His name is Miscondi. He's a photographer and creative director based in Vancouver, BC. I've been a fan of Miscondi's work for a few years now. Uh, Just seeing his journey of working with different brands like Reebok, Pleasures, Bench, Skull Candy, and working with different musicians like Deb Never, Yeek, and Reese LaFleur. There's something very unique and special to Miscondi's approach with his photos, uh, from his color schemes to the characters that he features in the shoots. He brings really like a nostalgic and cinematic feel to each project, almost as if it was like a scene from a movie. He was kind enough to give us a lot of insights on his creative process, everything from casting his models, location scouting, and you know the type of equipment he uses and just the experience um, that he's had on his journey so far from being a self-taught student dropping out of university to pursue his passion and dedicate his time and energy into his craft he's definitely made a name for himself and uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him and i think it's super valuable for any photographers or creative directors out there i just highly suggest you guys to tune in there's a lot of gems so hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did and make sure to go check out our previous class discussions. We're super blessed to have had a, a list of inspiring guests on our show so far. I've learned so much just in the past like three months. So uh, I suggest you guys to just go dig in and, and find some insights from different creatives from all fields of work. And I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's been tuning in. We just reached over 550 listens on the show. And it's beautiful to see all the love and support uh, so far. Uh, it means a whole lot to us. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Much love. Stay safe. Peace. What's Yo. up, bro? <laughs> What's going on? Not much. How's, how are you? I'm good, man. What are you doing? Chilling? Yeah, I was just doing work all day. Nice. Just what kind of work? You're, some, some new projects? Yeah, some new projects. Um, doing a, we we're editing a music video all day and uh, yesterday and today. Sick, sick. So, man, thanks for doing this, bro. Take, thanks for taking the time to do this. Yeah, of course. Dude. You. Thank you for having yeah. me. man, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I've been, a, I've been a fan of your work for, for quite a while now, and the, the community as well. And uh, just a fan, really, about um, like beyond your photos and everything. It's really the direction that you take and your yeah. approach to things. Like, it just has a nostalgic and cinematic feel to it. I feel like every project you do kind of has, like, a story to tell. Bro, it's beautiful, man. Thank and, you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, I know I know you don't post too much about yourself. It's mostly you kind of let the work speak. So, yeah. uh, no, no, I appreciate you taking a bit of time just to get, get a little bit of, you know, some insight on uh, on this mystery 
Miscondi. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep it low profile sometimes. <laughs> For sure, bro. And I made the connection the other day because uh, you posted about um, Cuddy. And then I made the connection with the name Miss Cuddy and Miss Condi. Yep. I didn't yeah. know. I, I didn't know it was that like obvious, but I didn't really catch on until recently. So that's how much of an impact has Cuddy has had on your life? Oh, like the biggest. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, like I kind of knew, like I guess deep down, like what I wanted to do with life, or like that I wanted to take an artistic route in some way. I hadn't figured it out yet, and like. You know, it's the same old thing, like pressure from people around you, like the school system not really supporting that kind of right. uh, direction. And then uh, stumbled across his music and like it felt like there was, you know, you when you're a kid, you feel like you're the only one who's thinking like that, even though there's like a mm -hmm. million other people thinking the same thing. But um, yeah, it just felt like there was someone else that like I could relate to and like you know through his music i've like made that decision that like this is the route i'm gonna take this is what i want to do like it made me comfortable with myself mm. cuddy got me through some uh some dark times you know like yeah just brought me some light bro really like from from the beginning of his journey through all his albums really him and yeah Ye, like yeah. especially like that combo like it just made you it makes you think like it makes you believe in yourself really like it makes you yeah. feel like you're not alone and that you whatever crazy thoughts that you think you have that, that you could do and you want to pursue, it just makes it like feel realistic, you know? In, in, yeah, in it was way. like, it was like a relatable like hero, you know? Cause exactly. like they, they were big, you know, big stars and stuff like that. But at the same time, like what they spoke about was relatable shit. It wasn't always just about like flexing. A lot of, like, flexing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't about that, right? It was just like, oh shit, like they lived like, I mean, I'm not going to say a super similar life, but they, like, went through the same shit as youths in terms of, like, mental health and in terms of, like, those dreams and all that. So, like, you know, that was, like, a huge thing for me. What's what's your uh, favorite Cuddy album, if you would name one? Ooh. Um, I got to go with Man on the Moon, classic. Number one? Number one, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I even, I mean, I like all of them. And I feel like they all have different, uh, like, yeah. different pieces in, or like different tracks, different feels to each album that, like, help you through different things. But, like, first one's a classic, but his, his mixtapes, too, even, like, that's what really got me on in the beginning. Yeah. So, like, the old tapes. I don't know, Kid Named Cuddy. With Plain Pat? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, that that was the one that, like, got me on originally. So I feel like maybe maybe even his mixtape might be my favorite project. Oh, yeah. My Wi-Fi is shit, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no worries, no worries. So, man, any other, like, early influences, you would say? Like, in terms of, like, movies you used to watch or, like, uh, uh, music you used to listen to, TV shows? I would say, like, uh, I don't know. I watched a lot of, like, sitcoms growing up. Um, the color of classic cartoons, like, really got me. And the, the fact that, like, they could bend reality and, like, create their own worlds was always, like, something that, like, fascinated me. Like, um so yeah like all the original looney tunes like recess right. transformers just like as yeah. color palettes as like normal life can get kind of boring so like you know when yeah, people have the little, ability uh, to like invent their own world and like rules their like rules go out the door and i think that's just like so fucking awesome <laughs> yeah but uh, i want to know man how did it all started with you like when when did you first pick up that camera 
did you go to school for it? Like, what was kind of like your trajectory? Well, I always like taking pictures, like, um, just for fun and stuff like that. But uh, after I graduated, I went to university. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was just there because, like, all my friends were going. So, uh, you know, I wanted to, I was like <laughs> fucking failing university and, like, um, what did you take? Health science. Okay. Wow. Completely. But different. I wasn't smart enough for that. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been like that great at school. I figured out how to get Me neither, bro. school. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And one of my friends like was doing music at the time and he had really cool style and uh, we would go out on like eight hour walks around nice Vancouver, shoot. just like walking aimlessly and uh, just taking random pics um, just for fun. And he used to take pictures on my fits, which was funny because I like didn't even have the camera at first. And then I was like, wait, let me shoot you because like, <laughs> like you actually look sick. <laughs> um, and it just like clicked immediately. Like the first day I did it, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Um, and like dropped out of school right away. And, did you, yeah. did you feel any like pressure when you dropped out or like, did you feel like confident really? Like, you're going to do I, this and pursue it. I, I felt really confident. I shouldn't have been. Cause like when I look back at the stuff that I was doing when I dropped out, there's no, <laughs> like I should, that was stupid. Um, but yeah, I had confidence in myself out. and like, I just, the only pressures I felt were from like family and friends. Right. Who were, right, like, right. Right. Who were like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, what are you doing? How'd you overcome yeah. it? You just kept shooting, kept getting better. Kept yeah. Like, I just kinda... kept doing it. I just developed. loved it so much that it was like, I, yeah, I didn't give a shit. It was just like, um, if I, if I like care about something that much and I'm willing to work harder on it than I have ever have like in anything with school or like, it was the first time I had direction. So I was like, why, why would I not follow this direction? If it's like mm. such like a pressing thing. Right. Feeling. And you, you feed your curiosity too, you know, like when you love something, you just keep on digging and digging and just developing yeah. new things, you know, so it just comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. If I was like, I'm not like, I, I physically can't write this paper because I hate this so much, <laughs> but I could sit all day and like practice editing photos and like That's it. all that stuff. Then like I should direct all this energy into one thing because I'm obviously going to get better at it. 100% man. And do you remember the day you like kind of decided to do this as a profession? Um, I think honestly, like when I dropped out of school, I was like, this that is, I'm going to have to figure out a way it. to make it my profession. Like it doesn't, right. um, like there's no turning back now. Like, you know, it's like you take a year off of school or something cause you don't know what to do. And then it's like so hard to go back and like, I'm that yeah. kind of person. So like, I knew that once I gave that up to pursue this, like I had to go like full tilt. Right. And how crazy is it when you look back at like your early work to, to, to now? It's weird. I was like, eh? yeah, because you don't notice the progression or like the uh, the influence changes or or anything like that. Like as you're doing it, really, or at least I find I don't because it's usually gradual. Um, mm. And there's certain aspects of it that like are continual, like loving bright colors and um, yeah, 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 kind yeah. of like trying to you know invent characters in my own world and stuff like that. But um, where does that yeah. come from, bro? I don't know. I just find it fascinating. I just right. like, um, you know, a lot of the TV and movies that I enjoyed, like I, I would say I like grew up on TV and movies. It was something that I like 
always escape to. So I think like just constantly being infatuated with that, you know, unless you're watching like a documentary, like everything is made up, everything's someone's imagination. Right. Um, and I just, I've always been drawn to that. So I think like it's, it's, a, it's a way to express yourself and it's a way to like let people into your head. When you started off doing, you know, different projects and stuff like that, did you jump into like doing work for like brands? Like how did you kind of do that gap where you got like clients and things like that? Um, not even brands right away. Like Vancouver's a pretty, like if anyone's from Vancouver, they know it's a pretty tough place to get work, I would say. Right. Um, but the first thing I did, I think I, uh, I had some like friends who ran a YouTube channel, um, that I knew from high school and they got me into Vancouver fashion week, which is like really stupid, but, um, <laughs> uh, like not no shade, but like it's just not the move. But um, yeah, they they uh, they got me in, and I made like fake business cards because I was Sick. like, I figured that like I had to come. That was your way right? in, man. Yeah. So I just like plopped business cards on like the front row chairs where, that said reserved because I figured those were like important people, and uh, I wound up scouting like a model on the runway, and I just like walked up to them after and was like. Uh, yo, you want to shoot? Yo, I'm a photographer. Do you want to shoot? I literally had no portfolio. Like, I had like five pictures of my friend. I was like, do you want to shoot? <laughs> and they were just like nice enough to be like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. why not? Um, and that's kind of how that started. Like, and then from there on, like, I just hit up all my friends, whoever I thought had like interesting style or looked interesting, and like, would just shoot as much as possible, like three, four mm -hmm. times a week if I could. Is there any yeah. photographers that like influence you back yeah, then, I would, when you started off? Yeah, back then, like back when I first started, I really liked Petra Collins mm. um, just because like of the nostalgia feeling. Um, She's wild. Like I wasn't even that like into the world at that point in terms of like the photography and fashion industry. Like I liked clothes and I liked to take pictures, but I was super uneducated um, in terms of, you know, the people that were actually in the industry doing the work. So, and I just more, uh, took inspiration from like films and like, right. uh, movie, movies that I really liked. And I would pause it and be like, that's a crazy still, like that looks like a cool picture on its own, um, mm. apart from the movie. And then of course, like now I, I have more people that I look up to and am more educated in terms of that world. But yeah, at the beginning, not really like, <laughs> <laughs> what about now? Like any, Anyone that kind of catches your eye that you would like yeah. to? Yeah. I mean, I think, like, everyone always asks me this question, and I, like, have a list in my head, <laughs> and I, like, can never, like, think of it when people... There's, um, like, Nadia Leah Cohen, I think, is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a genius. Um, like, Tyler... Oh, fuck, I'm going to leave some names off of people that I know, and they're going to be pissed, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Tyler's Wait, Photos is, like, oh, amazing... Yeah. And yeah. just like in his storytelling ability, um, fuck. Yeah, yeah. There's, I don't want to get lot, you in trouble. And I'm sorry for everyone <laughs> that like is curious about that. I just like yeah. I can put out a list later on my Instagram yeah. story. I'm always yeah, bad at cool, the moment cool. though. No worries. Uh, yo, when did you and uh, Isla connect? Um, three years ago. And how's that? Uh, uh, found him in a store. No way. 
and I was like, this kid looks sick. Um, and I had had, uh, I had been wanting to shoot like a cool kid for a while. Mm. Like I thought it'd be interesting to do like an adult editorial, um, or like a proper fashion editorial, I would say, um, with like a kid with just cause like in my head at the time, like that seemed an, like an interesting idea. Um, and, and that's, yeah, that, that's what you see all the time now. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Right. And it's, it's like super normal now, but like, yeah, I just was like, Hey, I want to take pictures of you. And my friend who was working there, uh, was like, Oh yeah, he's sick. Like go take pictures of them. Um, so me and my friend took him up to the roof and I had my camera on me and we just did like a quick little shoot. And, uh, he was like making fun of my outfit and like, is just, it? Yeah. He's, he was like, <laughs> I think he just turned 14 or something like that. And he was just like fucking going off on me and we were all joking around. And um, I was like, this kid's super sick. And then it just became like this like little brother friendship, you know? Yeah. He, he was, when we shot with him, bro too, he had uh, some, some high things to say about you, man. Some great things to say. It's a lot of uh, that big brother talk, you know, um, yeah. kind of helped him out a lot and, and kind of guided him with, uh, with his journey and everything. And, that kid has a lot of love and appreciation for you, bro. Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's right back at him. I mean, yeah, like, he, he's special because I see him as a little brother, but he also teaches me, I think more than I teach him. Bro. So, he's like, wise. He's so wise, man. Just yeah, hanging out with him with like one day was just kind of like, I was blown away, man. He's smarter like, than most adults that I know. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's spe yeah. special kid, man. Super special kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so talk, talk to me about like the projects you, you worked with a lot of different brands, different artists, yeah. uh, from Deb never, um, like, how was that? First of all, cause you did, you did a couple shoots with her, eh? Yeah. Deb is, she has like, a vibe. One of the, she's one of the coolest people I know, like hundred percent. Um, yeah, she, I just got hired through somebody I knew to shoot her for hype bay. Just like a really quick, uh, yeah. like before, like, in between her sound checks kind of thing. <laughs> no, okay, um, cool. And I was like, I had never, I didn't know them before that. And I looked them up and I was like, wow, this person's so sick. Like, I feel like I got to do something cooler than like shooting them in a club between uh, sound checks. Like I'm sure they deal with that like rigmarole all the time. So I like built a set. Um, and bro, these, these, these last ones you've been doing are crazy too on FaceTime. Yeah. I didn't, I never would have imagined that I would be doing editorials on FaceTime, but here we are. <laughs> how, do you, how do you make that happen, man? It's, it's insane. Like um, it looks so crazy. I don't, I just like, I know what my references are in terms of like how I like things to look. And I just like put a ridiculous amount of time into, uh, practicing editing. That's basically it. Like, on my spare time, I'm usually just sitting, going through old stuff, re-editing, like uh, looking up imagery that I like and being like, oh, I wonder how they did that. Like, let me experiment until I figure it out. Cause I'm not good at that, like YouTube tutorial, how to edit shit. Like I don't, <laughs> my, my brain doesn't work. Bro, like that. I have to like figure it out with my own fingers. These wide but, angle shots too are, are wild. The, you use a fisheye eh, for this? um yeah for a lot of the super it's elongated crazy. stuff yeah i like i mean it's a pretty uh standard thing i feel like now in the last two years fish eyes really come back i definitely yeah. didn't like re-bring it back but um 
uh, but the way you do it is, is, is super cool, man. Yeah, it was something I hadn't really seen much of, and I was getting really bored. And I was just like, I'm going to try shooting full fashion editorials like this because I don't see it often. Um, and yeah, it was like a, a big inspiration from like, you know, early hip hop photo shoot really in the 90s and early 2000s. And I thought it'd be like an interesting way to shoot like high fashion, take it some, to a different element. Some Buster Rhymes uh, vibes and Wu-Tang. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And nice. it ties back into like bending reality, right? Like even yeah. though it's minimal it's like you're bending an image in a way that like you can't see it like you can't see it through your eyes like that so it's just like another mm. element to me of like bending the rules i like it man and even these ones like the the fast-paced one that you get like yeah this this bike one is crazy and, and there's another one this guy out of a car like i don't know how you caught that mm -hmm. i can't find i it was here. on the back of the car bro that's crazy <laughs> How do you, you just like, was, yeah, just quick, quick. Yeah, I didn't give I a guess. fuck. I, I, <laughs> I literally was hanging, hanging off the back of a car on the outside while we were like ripping down this uh, kind of deserted road. The so, model was cool. He's like an old friend of mine and he's like pretty fearless and down to do anything. And I was like, if I'm going to put you in this situation where you're like, yeah, exactly. Sean Stewart. Shout out Sean Stewart. Yeah, this is crazy too. Yeah, and the, and the styling too that goes into your your shoots is is uh, super like how how important is that working with the right team um, to to make this happen? In the last year year and a half or so, it's become like pretty crucial. Mm -hmm. um, I like in the beginning, I styled all my own stuff pretty much. Right. Um, when I was like first starting out, and I thought I was a good stylist, and then I worked with stylists and realized I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like I can, they I can bring, dress. they bring a whole, yeah. Yeah, I can dress myself, but like you know, it's different. Um, I work with my girlfriend a lot. Shout out to uh, Nina. She's no an incredible way. stylist. That's your girlfriend. Okay, she mm -hmm. submitted some photos too for um, photos for Australia. Her yeah. work is uh, sick too, man. Wow. Yeah, she's she's like a huge support system for me. Also, like a creative Amazing. inspiration. She's like a ridiculously talented person. Um, crazy not just with styling but she's like tattoo artist graphic designer like works in 3d just she yeah. took a, a dope photo of you too the one the profile shot with your those headphones that was her right that yeah that? yeah yeah that was sick <laughs> yeah we uh that's a crazy duo on her man. for a sec there yeah <laughs> so man tell me uh about when you work with brands because it seems like from from your bench uh, editorials to the skull candy, like every brand that you work with, it seems like they kind of give you that freedom to like be Miss Gandhi. Like, I think that's yeah. special, man. Cause like a lot of like brands kind of restrict you. Do you always feel like you kind of have the freedom to kind of make what you want when you're working with a brand? Mm, not always like with, I would say bench in particular. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. the, the person that I, uh, kind of recruited me for those uh darby um she's like amazing and super creative herself and like was really down for me to do my thing which is like something i always appreciate um a lot of the times i kind of try to force what i want to do um so mm. there'll be like guidelines and i'll be like what if we did this or like sometimes i just like fucking shoot what i want to shoot because um i'm like well if you hired me then yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. you know, you kind of know what my, my stuff is like. So why would you like 
hire me if you wanted a black and white shoot, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Yeah. I mean, like I've had brands, I've shot for brands and brands been like, we don't like this and like not put it out. Like it it happens for sure. Um, Just because like I went too far with, with what I wanted to do. Yeah. I don't know. I always try to push as much as possible. Like, my own creative ideas because I'm always going to put out something that's better if I'm enjoying the process and I'm, I'm personally inspired by the idea. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And what, uh, what I, about dream, dream collaborations? Dream collabs. Oof. Other than Kid Cudi. <laughs> yeah. Other than Kid Cudi. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I've been shooting a lot of like people lately rather than like strict fashion, which I'm, I'm very used to fashion, but um, right. Dream collabs. Uh, I think like, the coolest brand out there right now, or like one of my favorite brands is Telfar. Mm, um, of course. I think they're, they're crazy. And it's a shame that their gap thing got fucked over. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Tyler, the creator. That's, I feel like so For many sure. people have that answer, but I mean, like, bro, it's I think hard he's not a to, genius. man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. love to collaborate with him in like some form. I don't know 100%. if it would be for golf or for him or like whatever, just like to be yeah. in that presence would be pretty amazing. And um, um, yeah, you started the, uh, directing music videos too now, eh? How's, yeah. How's that? It's fun. To, to, to photos. It's really fun. Um, I just feel like a lot of the ideas I come up with for photos or for editorials, like I come up with them as like, I guess like a short movie or like as moving pieces in my head. And then I take the stills, like the best stills I can think of in my head uh, from each of the, the looks or like each piece of the story, whatever it is. And that's what the photo shoot comes. So with music videos, I get to like just make the movie. Basically. That's it. Um, you- and I love music. So it's like always awesome to work with musicians and expand the kind of uh, realm I'm used to. Yeah, you're planning on making more too. I'm guessing. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm working on one right now, and then I'm working on two right now. Actually, sorry. And then uh, I have a couple more in talks. So like, we'll Sick. see when that happens. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do more video stuff. I mean, I'm not filming. I don't have the education. I would say, or like the knowledge to just jump in and film a video properly. But directing um, it's something yeah. i want to learn i like directing i just yeah. feel more comfortable in that spot but what's what's the process like when you come up with like a direction for something goes from like mood boards to references things like that i i, I hate i hate mood boards i hate yeah. mood boarding i can't my like i usually just like sit and think of ideas basically like that's um and of course there's like inspiration from everywhere right like Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be like the color patterns or like uh, the type of editing that I want to do or, you know, there's, there's like inspiration from everywhere, but For um, sure. I find that like, I can't usually portray what I want to do through a mood board <laughs> because like my goal is always to make something as original as possible. Right. Um, 100%. So like, which is like, you know, it's not always possible to make something that's never been made before like Mm -hmm. from from part a to part z like it doesn't always exist but i feel like yeah i don't like to mood board in that sense so it's usually just like come up with something and i like write down the ideas and pitch it to somebody before it's even finalized and hopes hope they're down to to do it it. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's sick, man. That, that that's where you get the Miscondi, uh, you know, Miscondi yeah. vibe right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. People who people who contract people to do stuff need to trust those people to like mm. uh, deliver. I guess like they just need to, especially if they've been around for a while and they have like a large portfolio of work to prove that they're able to like give you a good final product like right. trust the fact that like they know what they're doing or they like there's obviously a following of people that like think their shit is cool so like trust that trust in the fact that that's like established already i guess right that makes sense i keep getting some questions popping up bro i'll, I'll jump into some right now yeah how do you location scout someone said um just drive well, around <laughs> yeah, when I had a car, I would just drive around. Sometimes I'd drive around for a couple hours and just, like, whenever I found a spot that was dope, I would just pull over and, like, write down the cross section. Um, nowadays, usually it's, like, way more specific. Like, I'm not just, like, walking around and shooting randomly. So, like, I'll be like, I need this type of house, and I'll, like, ask around. A big thing is just asking, just, like, putting Instagram up stories. Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I shit. need a 70s interior house. Like, who's got one? <laughs> There you go. And uh, someone asked, what are your directing techniques for a shoot? I think I would say something that's like underappreciated or like not utilized enough um, or like not put into enough importance is like creating a really like safe environment on set. Uh, mm. You know, let, getting everyone to relax, not being too uptight, too like, this is a professional fucking shoot. Like everyone's there to like create something cool. Right. And like, whether there's money or not involved, like the end goal I think should be to like create something amazing. So I think when you have like a really comfortable, friendly, like good energy set, um, it's a lot easier for people to give it their all. Like you're, it's more likely that people are going to like enjoy, enjoy it. And you know, if I'm like, this is going to be weird, but can you do this? Like, this is going to sound weird, but I know how it's going to look in my head. Can you do this? They're like, they're more likely to be like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, or like, I need you to like spit water at me. I don't care if it hits <laughs> me, just like spit at me. And people like that's right. you know, that's just like a weird example. I don't know. But like, in terms of no, yeah, yeah. comfortable environment, bringing the right energy. Yeah. Making people feel comfortable. Yeah. Especially that's... for models. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a really big issue where like you walk into a set and it's an uncomfortable situation and like you're never going to get like positive looking work out of that. Right. How do you select your models? Someone asked. Um, depends. Like if usually for my personal projects, like I'm building a character. So like whoever fits that character, I like to work with friends a lot. Cause um, again, you have that like comfortability and yeah, it's just whoever fits a character that I've created or whoever I feel like I can build a character off of really well mm. there's no like specific thing necessarily it's like casting for a movie you know you yeah it's like, like casting yeah. for a movie i don't think of it as like i need like a six foot person with like right. a 26 <laughs> waist or whatever it's it's like we'll figure out the clothes we'll make it work like the person themselves like not just their like look but like character their personality their character yeah. everything like i like when that comes through so it's mm. based on like all based on the individual there's no nothing That's else it. really we'll take a few more we got local van city visual artists fashion designers and musicians you're really into Ooh, okay um 
let's start with fashion designers. <laughs> we keep putting you on the spot, bro. <laughs> I feel so bad. There's going to be somebody watching this or someone's going to share this and be like, oh, yo, your friend didn't shout you out. And I'm going to be like, fuck. I'm going to lose some friends over this. Um, get you in trouble. I've worked with, I've worked with like Lil's Kills a lot. Um, I've worked with like um, Nice Girl a lot. Um, visual right. arts, there's like, uh, yeah, my friend M um, is really dope. My friend Reese, uh, fuck, who else? No worries, like no ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of anything. Uh, there's a dude that I just found out who does music. Uh, his name's Venice. Uh, his music's Sick. super fire from here. Um, I don't know, like, most of the people I work with, okay, so this is a pr pretty good rule of thumb. If I work with them in Vancouver, or if I've worked with them and you see them in my shit, there or, like, if they've worked with me, like, they probably do something that's really dope whether mm -hmm. it be like modeling or whether they have like they make clothes on the side or whether they like do music on the side or whatever it is or make up hair like whatever it is they probably do something sick so like there i feel go. like i feel like a dick right now because i like should be <laughs> shouting out so many people in vancouver right oh, now no worries, because, no worries. like I don't know, man. I'm terrible no, when it comes to be on the spot with names. I'm the same. I'm honestly I'm the same, bro. So don't even. <laughs> you're you called out everyone you've worked with, so that's that's good enough, man. Yeah, yeah. everyone I work with does something <laughs> sick, 100. Yeah. percent If Miscondi works with you, you're you're dope, and he fucks with you. So, um, what's the photo you're most proud of? That's probably a lot. That's probably hard too. But is there maybe a shoot in particular that kind of comes back to mind that you're like? Fuck. Um. <laughs> Shit. Yo, we can skip. We can skip these, bro. I'm useless. Um, I don't know. There's like certain there's certain points in like my career. I would say my career that have like were pivotal. Like I did a shoot with uh, my friend Amelia, who's like a really talented actress. Um, and it was kind of the moment where like I switched up my style into something that like has driven a lot of the work that I've done in the last year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. um, so that was like a pivotal shoot, I would say. It was the one where she was like in the TV. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. That was big. I don't know, like every every shoot has like a special feeling to it for me, like especially when it's a personal project. So I feel like one week I'll say it's this shoot is my favorite shoot and then I'll do the next shoot and I'll be like, nah, nah, that was trash. Like this is my new favorite shoot. Like yeah. it, it, cha it changes all the time and they're special to me for different reasons. Um, do you think breaking technical rules within photography is a good thing? Yes. I think that's what allows you to create work that is, uh, recognizable to your own, like to yourself. Would that be like a, like, what are some tips for like up and comers that you would kind of give to some photographers? I would say just experiment more. Like, don't worry about um, what the internet says. It's like the proper way to light something. Or like, I mean, mm. you can if you want. I'm super. I'm not technically inclined whatsoever. I don't know shit. I just like, yeah. <laughs> I I work with what I got. Like until I didn't. I've been doing this for like almost four years, and I got my first like set. I got my first light, like strobe light, like four months ago. So like. Crazy. Um you just figure out like what, what to works do. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I want to go back really quick. Um, I think that like, it's important to mention too, like, uh, in terms of like, I mean, I'm not the best 
person to be like i'm not i kind of stick to myself a lot too in certain ways so like yes i'm in the vancouver like art community but also like there's so much like music and there's so much fashion and like all this stuff that like i don't like necessarily immerse myself in all the time or like know about that is like really crazy so um like there's also people like newsy collective here that do like really crazy they're like a dj group and they do Dope. they make like amazing music but they also do a lot for the community um and i don't know i think a lot of the people who are like a bit more underground are doing crazy shit right now in terms of mm. here i don't that's the thing is like i could probably make a huge list and like put it on my story later which i might do <laughs> because everyone like deserves the credit that they you know for that question i'm just like shitty on the spot yeah. so like no worries but, man and you spoke about um like community too and like You've been using a lot of your voice and your platform for everything that's going on right now. Yeah. Um, bro, I think that's, you know, so beautiful to see, especially in this community, you know, of photographers and fashion, the accountability uh, mm -hmm. to, you know, put, put the words in action. Like, is there any like uh, resources or places you would like to kind of refer to, to the people um, listening right now? Yeah, I would say just like, do as much research as you can, um, mm -hmm. like, I myself am not like the most educated on these these topics. Um, I should be more educated, and like when I Me can, too. I do I do the work to educate myself. Um, and you know, I think like giving people the platform, whether it be like BIPOC individuals, Indigenous individuals, like um, women that suffer in certain industries here. Um, like I'm like a straight white dude, so I feel like if you know the least i can do is like share links share resources uh donate and educate ourselves yeah. educate yeah but like i push like everyone to educate yourselves like it's not mm -hmm. it's not anybody's job like it's not any of those individuals jobs to educate everyone right it's 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 ours to educate ourselves so i think that like 100 percent, um, it's a continual thing like it's not something that's like oh you know I did a bunch of work in the span of four weeks or three weeks. So like, cool, I did it. It's like, it, it, ha it has to be something that's like a continual thing. You have to change the way you like view industries, the way you think about like each situation, each job you go into. And I think like- Reprogram, um, you know? Yeah, you have to reprogram yourself completely. Yeah, 100%. Uplift voices in your community. And what what's next, bro? What's next for Miscondi? Um, I don't know, I'm just like, <laughs> working a lot um yeah i have uh i have a project coming out soon with uh diva that i'm really excited about i'm really lucky uh i got to connect with reese laflair and like she's been a really crazy oh. support system for me and like um yeah i think just i have like a bunch of projects upcoming a lot of them were actually kind of in the states so don't know what's going on with those <laughs> right now because oh, like shit. i don't know when i'm gonna yeah. be able to go so a lot of them might get shifted to facetime or whatever but um those yeah, have been working know. out though man so <laughs> i'm just like trucking yeah. along like doing as much work as possible staying productive man yeah that's the key yeah. trying to see if there's anyone in here who's like that i'm like missed out on like shouting them out <laughs> <laughs> yeah do it before you did man before you get in trouble we got Oh, we got one last one here. Let's end on this. Do you prefer film or digital for companies, company shoots? Um, 
I'm going to blow some people's minds right now. I don't really shoot film at all. Um, mm. So I, I'm too picky to shoot film. Uh, and I'm like very indecisive. So I need, if I have like a kind of a idea of what I want, I need to like try it from five different angles. I need to try with different lighting. I need to like, because if, if like, I walk out of the room without it looking exactly how I wanted it to look, I'm going to be pissed off and it's going to like ruin the shoot for me. So, um, right. I, I love the look of film. I think film is like awesome. Um, but I like prime, like 99% of the time shoot digital. Um, just because like, I need that for my own peace of mind. Um, 100%. And I just worked on editing to, be able to edit to how I like an image to look. Um, right. And like, I feel like people who like really, really know film will look at my shit and be like, that's not film. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like a lot of people have asked me that, like what film I should use or like what film camera I use. And I'm, I, I don't, I have some film cameras, but like rarely do I pull them out. It's more for like fun or on the side kind of thing. It's not mostly for like your projects. Yeah, and Vancouver's expensive as hell, and I'm not a wealthy person whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck buying that much film. It's expensive, um, though. Yeah. So expensive. Uh, favorite, okay, favorite cheap-ass camera? The one I use. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you I, use? I use a Canon T6. Okay. It's, Shit. like, super old. Uh I used to use a T3i cause I bought it off a friend for like a hundred bucks and then nice. it got stolen. What? Uh, oh yeah. I, I had, Oh, that's a funny one. Yeah. I had my, uh, I've had to replace my gear three times since in four years, basically, or two times in four years, basically. Wow. Yo, um, that is crazy, bro. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I basically got my shit stolen and then, like a week later, I had a really big company shoot. Um, so I went out and bought the cheapest like DSLR they had at Best Buy. And it was a T6 and it's like a toy. And I used the kit lens, which is like the shittiest lens you could possibly use. <laughs> and I used an old fisheye that I like Bruh. friend. So I use the like, I use like pretty kitty <laughs> equipment. Man, I don't think you realize how much like game you just gave there like for people that always think they have to buy like the most expensive equipment and always have to shoot with the most expensive things you heard it yeah i mean not that i mean i'm sh not that like i think now the the camera that i use at the store is probably it probably costs like 400 bucks which i'm not saying mm -hmm. it's like cheap that's like you know but you, yeah could, yeah if yeah. you live paycheck to paycheck that's not cheap at all but um, for sure in terms of like a dslr you're not going to get that much cheaper um so like yeah i think it's way more important to just like work on on uh like your perspective and eye on things and like if you are willing to make it work you're gonna make it work if you work hard enough at like taking that like shitty camera and like making a cool image like you'll figure it out that's it yeah do you use photoshop mainly yeah photoshop i don't photoshop. like lightroom for some reason no i don't know, I don't know why I, I use like the camera raw and then like Photoshop. Um, they're basically you could do more with Photoshop too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, especially with like the, the phone shoots and stuff like that. Like 
uh, you, have fun with it. you can do a lot more. But yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I have a thing against Lightroom. They're basically the same fucking thing, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Me too. I'm so used to the Photoshop, like just like as a young age, just always using it. And then as soon as you put me on another program, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, it's, it's like just, it's like looking at a different language. I don't know. Yeah, why, exactly. But... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Bro, man, congrats on everything you've done so far, man, on all your success. I wish yeah. you more, more blessings, Thank more you. success your way, bro. And Thank uh, thanks for doing this, man. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Hope, hope that one day we can get to, uh, to collaborate, do a shoot. It's definitely on my, my bucket list of photographers, oh, yeah. bro, to shoot with. Yeah, yeah I, I miss Montreal. I can't wait to get back there when all this is yeah. chilled out a little bit. Bro, let us know, man. If, if you and Isla come down, like, it's, it's, it's family, man. We'll make you guys uh, feel at home, you know, bring you around, show you the city. Thank um, you. And uh, stay safe out there. Keep creating. I'm excited to, to see your new projects, too. Um, Thank you, yeah. I'm every excited time. to show everyone, man. I got shit yeah. coming out. I got shit stacked up. I got, yeah, I'm just, like, excited to be able to even be working right now. Or in the last, like, yeah. few months, being able to, like, still be creative has been, like, really lucky so 100 percent. keep it up man yeah someone mentioned about a a photo book is that is that something it's happening yeah 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 Sick. i'm working on um i don't know if it's gonna I, it depends how much it costs but um, yeah to make to make but either a zine of some sorts or a small photo book um it is in the works right now which is something i've wanted to see for a long time so that's beautiful, man. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. Take care. Yeah. Say hi to Isla, too. I will, yeah. Peace. Hey, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you made it this far, thank you. Much love. I just want to give a shout out and a big thank you to the whole faculty team, the intern team, everyone who's been helping us to make this vision a reality and making No Diploma what it is today. We truly appreciate you. And thank you to you guys for supporting this small independent brand operating from a one bedroom apartment. It would mean the world to us if you gave us a five star rating on this podcast, share it with a classmate. We do this out of passion, out of love, and most importantly, we do this for the community. Make sure you go check us out on all social media platforms. It's at no diploma underscore. Check out our Dean's List playlist on Spotify. It features music from the No Diploma community. And check out our mixes. We've got some on SoundCloud and MixCloud, and we update them monthly. And last but not least, check out our website at nodiploma.ca for some new merch. We've got a lot of heat dropping soon, so stay tuned. Make sure you tune in with us this Thursday. We've got Arshan from Kids Takeover. It's a hip-hop media outlet where they've interviewed people like Polo G, Little Cleed, Mike Dean, Pierre Bourne, and many more. So that's going to be fun, guys. Tune in with us. And for this week's outro song, I decided to go with Angus Mode, a musician based out of Vancouver. His song is called Dunbar. Enjoy. Peace. You know I love you anyway. Even if the clock's ticking.